It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 W.I.L. Oh, let's go Wednesday. Wednesday. Hump day. Let's go. Ronnie Dunn kicking it off for the national anthem. Meat is gone today. He's got a slew basketball game that he's going to be calling, I believe, tonight. He'll be back tomorrow, though. Where'd they go? Like New York or something? I have no idea. He's like, they, they fly on the slew private jet everywhere. Right. He's always <laughs> coast to coast. He's Hannah yeah. Montana out there. Uh, yeah, at least until the end of the women's basketball season. Uh, we've got a huge St. Louis celebrity on the show today. Adam Wainwright is going to be joining us in the 7 o'clock hour. I've been in radio in St. Louis for 12 years or so, and this is a first for me. I'm a little nervous because, you know, I could probably talk to any country artist about anything, Mm -hmm. but Adam Wainwright, I don't talk baseball. (laughs) I don't think he wants to talk baseball. And he's a celebrity around here. That's the funniest part is that he's got a new project that may have us talking to him more, if that gives you any hints. Okay. It's... It's going to be pretty awesome. We've also got your chance to win family four packs to the pro bull riders or uh, Disney on ice in Remy versus Casey. It's a tight race as we approach. It's always a tight race. Once it gets down to the end of the month, we start tying things up and then it gets really take it seriously. It's a toss up. Don't want to do the penalties. Let's get the show started today. Happy Wednesday. Remy and Casey. Just me or... Is everybody getting so frustrated with the waiting game when it comes to like furniture, appliances, You sound like you're doing an ad right now. I, yeah, right, I should be. <laughs> I wish that I could have like an expedited service to get all that stuff to you quicker, but I can't. You just had this come up in your life, right? Yeah, so we just got a new couch and it's, it's like a sectional, so it's made in three pieces. And we were supposed to go pick it up in December. Mm-hmm. And we got there and they were like, oh, we only have two pieces. <laughs> and they were the two sides. Like they didn't even fit together. And we were like, okay. And had to wait all the way until mid-January to go get the third piece, which was, you know, not the funnest. Yeah, but for a little bit, you had a giant bed. Could you just smush those two together? We did. Like a giant platform of pillows. Exactly. I guess that's fun to make the best of it. Uh, Meet, who's not here today, he said that he had a fridge or he has a fridge on back order until March. What do you do with your food until then? Yeah, like what if his was actually broken? <laughs> Just leave it outside, I guess. Uh, and my wife and I have been looking at getting a fence for a while. So about four months ago-ish, we were like, we need to get a fence. These dogs are crazy. Yeah. Need to keep them in. Don't want to go like out into the yard every single time they got to go to the bathroom. And every single fence company that came by was like, yeah, we're going to be able to install that in December, January. Is that cool? And I was just like... We need this now. Yeah, this was end of last summer that you had this looked at. So long story short, you didn't go with it. And then what happened? Uh, In January, your dogs left. Maggie and Luna went on a little tour of Columbia, Illinois (laughs) for over a couple hours. And it wasn't, yeah. So we had to connect with somebody. And it was just like, all of these things are so delayed right now. And you don't know what to do in the situation. No Sleep Nation is on Facebook and are responding right now. Uh-huh. No Sleep Nation, our, our awesome 6 a.m. listeners. Kimberly says a new sofa since last May. Oh my gosh. Don says a sofa since August. People are saying bathroom remodels because contractors can't get materials. My parents are going through that right now. So what is it for you? Head on over to the Facebook page. What are you waiting on? Or you can always text us at 314-699-4766. And- what do you... Are we just maybe a bit like spoiled with this instant gratification of getting things instantly? I 
don't know. Three months is a long time, Casey. Like, Amazon Prime can give me this in a day. So. That's a good point. <laughs> Remy and Casey. Everything is delayed these days. What are you waiting on to arrive at your home? Could be anything. We posted this question on the Facebook page. Jessica said a new car. Had to order it back in October. Supposed to be here this week. Fingers crossed. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Good luck. I feel like this happened a lot with the Ford Bronco. Mm-hmm, yeah. Where people ordered it. They were all hype about it. Ordered it. And then it like it came. Or it didn't come or still hasn't come yet. But it's nice to see those those uh, Ford Broncos out there. Like the actual, the cool ones. Sorry if you got a Sport. I don't think it's cool. <laughs> Sorry if you got a Sport. <laughs> Looking like a little bug on the road. Uh, Stephanie says, in the middle of a kitchen remodel, started the remodel in April. We ordered our appliances right away. We have the fridge and the stove still waiting on the oven and the wine fridge. Oh, luckily, no. we got another. Luckily, we got the other appliances in October. That's like your couch story where you got like. Yeah, you get part of it. Parts but of not it, yeah. Full. And Tiffany says, I used to work for a local furniture store in the customer service department back in August. I had customers waiting for almost a year for appliances and furniture. It's the economy, it's COVID, obviously. You know, we know that the, the, the delays are sparked by all of the things that are going on right now. We know why. It just doesn't make it any easier, you know, when Does you need it? a new stove and then they're like, hey, catch you in summertime. Yeah. I remember buying furniture before and it was like, it was two weeks and I was upset about that. Right. Two weeks? What am I going <laughs> to sit on for two weeks? <laughs> now it's like two years. Exactly. Hold uh, your horses there. It's hard out there. Hey, this is Adam. How are y'all? Adam Wainwright on the phone. How are you doing, man? Doing great. How are y'all? We're doing okay. Uh, you've got an awesome show for your big league impact charity and we'll get to that. But uh, I feel like normally... At this time of year, you'd be getting ready for spring training. What are you up to now? Are you doing any more karaoke with the kids? or? Oh, I'm still getting ready for spring training. You never know when that call is going to happen. Yeah, how does that work? I mean, at this point, you're just kind of like, I don't know, negotiations are good, they're bad, or whatever, and you're just kind of ready to go? or. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's not up to the players, um, especially in a lockout, to... Uh, especially me not being on the executive board, but it's not up to us to say when we can start. So yeah. we have to be ready whenever that call happens. Adam, do you feel like at this point in your career, like you're kind of used to this whole uh, lockout thing or delays? It seems like the last couple of years with baseball, it's it's always been something. Do you feel like you're kind of a, a guy that's now kind of a guiding light for some of the younger players? Well, I mean, I, you know, that's what you try to be as an older player. You try to be a guiding light, you try to, set good examples. Um, but you know, the lesson is just to, to stay ready. That Tommy Pham used to say that all the time. If you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. <laughs> and uh, to quote the great Tommy Pham, I think he's right, man. I, you, know, you stay ready, you stay locked in, you stay in the zone, and if the call comes, you're ready to, to go whenever that is. I mean, when we were in the Fister Hotel, sequestered to our room, couldn't leave the room for a week um, with no – real time frame of when we would get ready they brought two balls to our room so that we could throw into the pillows of our bed to wow. keep our arms going so that's a total mental thing that's all mental right if you if you buy into the fact that you can't be ready throwing balls into a pillow then you won't be and if you think that you can be then you will and that's uh, that was the lesson learned so if you if you see yadi and wayno in the middle of forest park doing long toss you know what's up <laughs> 
That's right. <laughs> uh, tell us about, okay, so we know you're a huge country music fan, and that's kind of this Boondocks Pub Big League Impact charity event that you've got going on, kind of revolves around country music. Who are some of your Who are some of your good friends? We know you're friends with Luke Bryan, but who else are you friends with in the country music industry? Uh, great friends with Luke Bryan, great friends with Craig Campbell, um, friends with Jason Aldean and... Um, I mean, those are my closest friends in the country music world, probably. Uh, but I, I have a lot of acquaintances um, in there. Now, I know a, a, bu- a bunch of songwriters as well. Gary Baker, who wrote I Swear. Yeah. Um, he, he and I have been on uh, kind of a songwriting kick the last few months. And so you're going to see some Adam Wainwright songs coming out uh, not too long from now. But um Dallas Davidson, who's coming up with me to uh, to the Boondocks event in Illinois, has 27 number one hits that he's written. He is uh, absolutely six-time songwriter of the year. Uh, he's just absolutely a, a songwriting superstar, and he's going to come up and play, and he's bringing two of his friends from Nashville uh, to play with him. So we are going to have an incredible night. They're going to. They're, it, it's always fun. I don't know if y'all have been to those singer-songwriter events before, but it's so fun to sit down and hear the, the reason why they wrote a song or how it came to them. And then, you know, you, you might not know a guy's name, and then he, he starts playing all the songs he, he's written, and you're like, holy moly, this guy's he's really written a lot of good songs. So um, that's kind of how it is with a lot of the great songwriters. You don't really know their names a lot of the times, and then you realize what real superstars they are because they're the ones creating the product for the people who are out there singing it. That's exactly what we were actually talking about on the air earlier this morning. Okay, so you're going to get into some songwriting stuff. Are we going to see any, like, performances from you and actually, like, making the music or just behind-the-scenes lyricist stuff? Well, Gary wants me to have a CD out, so uh, we'll see how that works out. Um, But we've got some really good songs uh, that I'm really proud of. I mean, just... Sometimes it hits you. I wake up in the middle of the night and I got a song idea. I write it down on paper and and uh, sometimes I'm driving in a car and I have to press the record button and sing what I've got in my head, you know, in the in the recording. And sometimes I'm, you know, sitting there waiting on, because I'm a professional Uber driver with five kids. Sometimes <laughs> I have to, wherever I'm sitting and waiting on them, I, I just have something come out where I'll see something. You know, you see something, you go, man, that's funny, right? That's a song right there. And, and I think that's how songwriters do it. You know, I think that's, I talked to, uh, Kevin Hart one time about how he writes his jokes. I said, how do you come up with the content? Because our world is hilarious. And I just, and he pulled out of his, his note, his pocket, he pulled out a notebook because when I see something that's a great joke, I write it down right on the spot so I don't forget it. That's great. Yeah, I feel like, you know, this is my first time ever talking to you. I don't know if this is your first time ever being on 92.3 WIL, but you're always down at our sister station, ESPN. But I think this might be flip-flopping here in the next couple of years, it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. I mean, I, I, uh, I, have, I have five kids and, and uh, a, lot of, a lot of hobbies that I, I like to try to stay mediocre at. Because, you know, when you have one hobby, you can be pretty good at it, but I like to golf and fish and hunt and play guitar and, and sing. And that, because I like to do all these things, uh, I don't do any of them well. You know, that's just uh, how it goes. But uh, I have fun doing it. So I don't know what what a, a schedule looks like for someone who's out there touring and all that. I don't, I don't think that's cut out for me. But um, 
we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Adam, obviously country music is a major part of your life. I know when you when you go home, you're singing with the kids. We see these videos that you guys put out all the time. I, I want to ask you about some of your songs and your music preferences during the game. Uh, at, at the park, your walk-up song, Song of the South, obviously the country flavor there. Back in the day, a bullpen song. What, what goes into these songs when you're thinking about the songs that you want, whether it's to get you ready to hit or at some point you know, in your career coming out of the bullpen? What goes into that? I have two musical loves. I, I like many, many different kinds of music, but I have two real loves in that um, country music and 90s alternative rock. I just love 90s alternative rock, too. And, and uh, so pregame, I'm usually listening to, to 90s alternative rock. Um, during the during the games, we're not. I'm not listening to anything. I, I got songs in my head throughout, but I, I'm not uh, – I, I don't have the headphones on, but – Pre-game, I'm usually listening to 90s alternative rock. On, on other days when I'm not pitching, I'm usually a little bit more mellow, usually some prime country or or uh, or, uh, or a highway or local country station there in Brunswick or in uh, St. Louis. But um, I, I like I, I'll go I'll go gospel I'll go uh, I'll go 80s rock 70s rock. Um, I like the I, I I it might be blasphemy to some country music listeners, but I like the from like seventies, eighties on more than the 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 old school country. I just it, it flows well with me. Now I do there's some classics I go back to, but um I, I really jive with the eighties, nineties George Strait and now we're talking Garth yeah. Brooks. Yeah, George Strait, Garth Brooks, those were the two guys that made country music come alive to me. My the first tape that I ever got, cassette tape um, that I ever got was uh, a Garth Brooks. It was, uh, who was on it? My brother made a, a mixtape for me. It was it was Garth Brooks, Thunder Rolls, and the Dance. And it was, uh, uh, was it Ricky Van Show and Keep It Between the Lines? <laughs> and a couple other songs like that. But that, those, that, that mixtape right there was what really made me fall in love with country music. And uh, it gets... You get warm a warm heart when you think back to memories like that. And that's you know that's all it takes sometimes is that mixtape <laughs> when you're growing up uh, to to really mold and shape your your musical tastes. So Sunday, February sixth, you've got a big event at Boondocks Pub in Springfield. T- take us through that. What what it's for? Who's going to be there? We know Dallas Davidson's going to be there talking about songwriting and singing some songs. But uh, I know you're also going to be signing autographs. That's right. It's uh you know I just. I just had such a heart for the people up there when winter warm up got canceled. I know that's a big that's a big moment for a lot of fans who get to come in contact with some of their favorite players. And who knows, I might not get anybody to show up because I'm not anybody's favorite player. But um, it seems like uh, there was just a void, and I felt like you know what, I got a day where I can just shoot up there and and see the people, sign some autographs, make this feel kind of like a winter warm up, and then. I'll bring one of my buddies, Dallas, and we'll just have a great show. And so I'm going to be signing. Normally, at winter warm up, you sign two hours. So I just say, you know, I'm going to sign two hours. I want to do what what these guys or uh, are, are are used to, and and hopefully make some people smile and and bring some happiness to somebody. And talk a little baseball. We'll talk a little baseball. We'll have the show. There'll be some good food there. But I just think it, you know, as far as Cardinal Nation goes, I just felt like, you know what, they deserve to have some. FaceTime with a player, and, and uh, that's why we're coming up there. 
Well, Adam, we uh, thank you so much for your time. Appreciate uh, what you're doing out there with Big League Impact and everything. And obviously, we love your love of country music. So thank you so much for joining us today. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, guys. We'll see you on uh, February 6th. Sounds good. See you, man. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Jason Aldean, I feel like he is usually always up to some good stuff. You always hear them doing some sort of philanthropical work, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And now he's being recognized for that. So he's been named the 2022 recipient of the Country Radio Broadcasters Artist Humanitarian Award. That's a long name for an award. That's awesome, though. But yeah, Humanitarian Award. So basically it just means, hey, Shout out for taking care of other people. Yeah. He has supported a bunch of charitable charitable organizations throughout his career. He's raised more than $2 million for a pediatric hospital in his hometown of Macon, Georgia. Also, $4 million for the Susan G. Komen, The Cure, like through ticket sales. I think he's done concerts that benefit that organization. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And also publicly supports ACM Lifting Lives, which... ACM's organization that uses artists to help out others, as well as the Red Cross. And last week, we talked a bit bit about how his family helps individuals that they see in need, like the woman in El Salvador who was about to lose her family's home. Yeah, I think that uh, that is part of your duty. You know, as an artist or someone who is afforded a bunch of money and uh, the fruits of your labor, to kind of share that with the world. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at you, Jeff Bezos. (laughs) We're looking, looking at, at you, you, Bill Gates. <laughs> Jason Aldean knows he can't just share photos of his bazillion dollar home that he just had built in Florida yeah. and Nashville without being like, you know what? We got to go help out the Red Cross too. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, well, that's good on them, you know, good on them for, for sharing some of that, uh, that wealth and getting the word out for those organizations too, because, uh, you know, a lot of those organizations people don't even know about. So right. if you want to donate your money to those great organizations that help people out, then that's, there's, there's something there. Right. If you can raise $2 million for a hospital in your hometown, mm-hmm. I mean that you should be a hero all your own. So yeah, I'll post more about this to our Facebook page and Instagram story. Find us at 923 W-I-L. Real news is lame. This is unprofessional news on 92.3 W-I-L. That's it. I've had it. The next time I get Chinese, I'm playing the numbers in my fortune cookie. I'm doing it. Okay. I've always seen them. They're there. You always play the in-bed game. You put the in-bed on the end of the fortune. Ha <laughs> ha, funny, funny, funny. But somebody Uh-oh. actually played the numbers on the back in the North Carolina lottery. Won $4 million in Mega Millions. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I always kind of wonder about that whenever I see the lucky numbers, but, you know, you never actually do anything with it. The cookie numbers matched all five of the, like, the white balls, and then they also had the four times Mega Plier, which then quadrupled the winning. So it was a $1 million win, but had the four times Mega Plier on it. So there you go. $4 million there you go. Just from fortune cookies. Jealous. I'm, I'm definitely going to be playing those next time. Uh, next story, Coca-Cola and Coors are teaming up for a new line of alcoholic beverages. Two companies announced Coors will be launching the Simply Spiked Lemonade variety pack this summer, which I feel like we've seen before. Mm-hmm. Simply Spiked Lemonade is set to be sold in a 12-can variety pack as well as 24-ounce single cans. Flavors include strawberry lemonade, watermelon lemonade, blueberry lemonade, classic lemonade. And those will hit stores this summer. I like that we're talking about summer drinks. I do too. I'm also very into this. Like I I love that over the past couple years, 
um, the Bud Light organization has really stemmed from, okay, you know what? All we did was beer. Now we're doing seltzers. Mm-hmm. Now we're doing sodas. Now we're doing lemonades. Now we're doing um, cocktails in a can. Yeah, there's a bunch of different options that you can get now. Uh, and we were just talking about we were just talking about that with uh, Travis Denning, yeah, who loves himself a White Claw, which definitely isn't like the typical like country guy beer. You know what I mean? Right. So awesome that they're awesome that we're talking about summer drinks because that means it's around the corner. It's coming, and we can start. Visualizing drinking these lemonades by the pool. I wouldn't say around the corner. I'd say maybe like down the street. You know, but we Casey's, see it. It's down the corner. We see it. It's down. It's down. It's on the corner of the street. I'll I'll compromise with you. Anyway. <laughs> Next story. Uh, you have already taken part in this new trend. I would almost say that it's not even new anymore. Once Target gets a hold of something, it's now mainstream. Oh yeah. Once like. The moms yeah. get in on it. Talking about bell bottoms. They call them extreme flare jeans at Target, but we all know they're bell bottoms. Right. So this, this I want to say like within the last couple of years or so, Gen Z, the younger generation started wearing bell bottoms and kind of that like 70s style really coming back, which I think is super fun. I love some bell bottoms. Let's yeah. go. Skinny jeans, way too tight. Give me some what, ankle give me some ankle movement while I walk down the hallway. Isn't that what you're wearing today though? Skinny jeans? Yeah. Well, yeah, because I spent like the last 15 years of my life trying to get skinny jeans and now they're out. <laughs> so, I kind of have a closet full of them. But you do have do you have the the new extreme flare jeans? Yes, and I'm working on my collection there too. This is the second time this has happened by the way, cuz it happened to me in junior high when the flare came back. And the Jinkos and the Jinkos and all of that. Does this mean we can see you in Jinkos within the next? Gosh, that would be so awesome. The world would be a different place. The day you walk in here with pants that are ten (laughs) sizes too big for you, (laughs) we're really gonna have to have a chat. I'm sorry. How old are you? Do you have a mammoth patch? Is this a midlife crisis? (laughs) Yes, very much so. We've got our contestants for Remy versus Casey, Allie in St. Louis, Becca in Mascuda. Becca, you were on the phone first. So who do you think is gonna win today, Remy or Casey? I think Casey. Okay. Ooh, that's that faith I've been needing. This is the fight of our lives. It's time for Remy versus Casey on New Country 92.3 W.I.L. Tied up again in the month of January. This time it's 8-8. Eight, eight. Woot! Coming woot. down to the wire. Yeah, it is. All tied up once again. Just a couple of days left. Uh, yesterday's win went to Remy. Mm. Casey, how do you feel about that? Uh, it's too it's too close to the end of the month to be tying up like this, so I'm ready to just take the month and run. Well, think about what you need to do while you're in the hallway. You're going to start out there. It is a song or a game we haven't played in a while. 10-second song challenge. 10-second wow. song challenge. So a little snippet, about a second, second and a half of 10 different songs. You have to name as many songs or artists as you can. And uh, there's also a theme. Don't forget that. The overall theme, if you get that, you got a point there as well. Uh, Remy. Yes. Are you ready for this? Remy Von Remington. Not this one, nope. 10 second song <laughs> challenge, your nemesis. Here you go. I've got some Raymond all on my roof. And all my ratty friends. This one's for you. I started shooting doubles. Me and my gang. This friend. Any ideas? Oh my gosh. Uh Garth Brooks, George Strait. I don't know why I said Randy Hauser. Um, and Brooks and Dunn. That's all I got. Do you have a theme? Any theme ideas? Uh, friends. Okay. Friends. 
Okay. All right. Casey's going to make her way in now. 10 second song challenge. Um, Sometimes the music ones aren't your best. No, they're not. They're actually the worst. So, oh, huh. but remember, country karaoke, you won that last time. <laughs> you did win that. All right, let's do Ten this. 10-second song challenge. Casey, you know how it works. Here is your song. I've got some payment all on my roof. And all my rowdy friends. This one's for you. I started shooting doubles. Me and my gang. best friend. Okay, ready? What'd you hear? Luke Combs, Gretchen Wilson, I mean, uh, Miranda Lambert, Rascal Flats, Luke Bryan. Um, I did. I wasn't writing them down because I forgot how to play this game. <laughs> you blanked halfway through. Man. Do you, do you know the theme? The theme was obviously all my friends, me, my friends, me, my gang. Okay. Wow. That might be tighter than we... Well, Remy, you were not happy about this. Casey has a, a shockingly poor performance today. <laughs> I totally forgot that we were supposed to write them down while it was happening. Okay, here, here's how we did. A 10-second song challenge. Here were your songs. Tracy Lawrence, find out who your friends are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The Chicks, Goodbye Earl. Famous Friends from Kane Brown. Ooh. My Best Friend from Tim McGraw. Ugh. Yep, that one sucks. Oh, no. Uh, All My Friends, Luke Bryan. Garth Brooks, Friends in Low Places, got that one. All My Rowdy Friends, Hank Williams Jr., and then a couple more. This one's for you by Luke Combs and me and my gang, Rascal Flats. A couple names were mentioned. Man, I did Holy moly. so not awesome. I'm so mad I did that wrong. <laughs> we have a close battle, but who is the winner? One person had a total of three correct. The other person had a total of... Of one correct. Both <laughs> picked up the bonus point, but that means the winner is Casey. Casey. Okay. Oh, congratulations. That was See, awesome. I will take that. Um, not with much pride, though. That was a rough one. <laughs> you know what? I think it'd be fun to, to like, if you, every once in a while you can use your second play feature and you can hear it again. Because, like, when I heard it again, I was like, oh, the Rascal Flag. Oh, it's in McGraw. Oh, what, oh. what if the second play was, like, in double speed? So it was like, da -da 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 -da. Ooh, I kind of like, ah, like that. Thoughts okay. for next time. We'll think Thoughts about it. Amendments time. for the game. Congratulations, Casey. Thanks. I hate you. <laughs> So I guess we should see what our winner wants now. Yes. Uh, Becca and Miss Gooda, you picked Casey to win. So do you want to go see Disney on Ice or you want to go to the Professional Bull Riders Tour? I'm going to choose PBR. Go to PBR. All right, Allie, we got you those Disney on Ice tickets and we will get your information in a second. And that game should never be played again. Uh, it's just a poor showing on both our parts. I love that it was one of your poor performances and you still wiped me. <laughs> Calling out the creeps with Casey's DMs on 92.3 WIL. Mm, we've seen one like this before. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. I think I know where you're going with this one. And when I saw it, I said, oh, got to put this back in my back pocket till I see Remy. <laughs> I get a DM that says, hello, pretty. Boom. You know what it is. Yeah. I love that we're girlfriends like that. And we you are. Can, like, you just, you wait to share your creepy DMs with me. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, pretty. Two emojis, both hard eyes. Mm. I'm Steven by name. What? Steven by name? I'm Steven by name. Okay. How are you doing today? Question mark. I was glancing through profiles when I saw yours. Oh, so you were on the, you were on the prowl. Mm. Okay, okay. So pretty. I must confess, you got a nice smile. 
I'm a sugar daddy looking for a sugar baby to take care of her needs, pay her bills, spoil with five grand weekly. Am also a man of my words. What do you think? Do it. 5K a week? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I was like... <laughs> 5K a week? Why do you have money like that, sir? What do you want? And a lot of times... Can I be your sugar baby? A lot of times these are bots or like hackers of some sort. Yeah. So, you know, you always kind of have your guard up when you get messages like this. So I go to his profile. I'm looking him up and say, this looks like a human. This looks like a human. It looks like a veteran. Okay. This is an older gentleman. Mm-hmm. He's not. He's an older man. Yeah. He's not gentle. No. He has also like Germany and the U.S. in his bio, so I don't know if it's like a dual citizenship or you know something along those lines. What goes through your mind when you get these though? Because there has to be a little bit, like a little part of you that's like, well, if he just wants pictures of my feet, or if he just wants to go on a walk or hang out with somebody. For $5,000 a week, I could probably make that happen. That's what I'm asking. <laughs> what do we say? Because I know we're always like, so what should we say? What should we respond? I'm not kidding. Should I just be like, okay, if he picks question mark? Because then we can just send him yours. <laughs> just send him my feet. <laughs> right. But anything, if he's like, no, then, ah, uh, well. I'm going to need to That's get a pedicure. That's all I got going on, so. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, this is a, I feel like 5,000 is a little high. Like, it's, it's a little. a little high. Like, I did, it's almost like borderline, not borderline. It's not believable. The last guy that that tried to do this with you was wanting, or he was going to give you, like, what, 1,500 or something like that? That seems more believable to me. Right. Which, this is just a weird conversation to be having, period. But. I know. <laughs> but it's weird when you're, not, you know, strolling through schnooks. And all of a sudden, hello, pretty. Yeah. I'm Steven. Pops up on your phone. 5000 a week. I know. Part of me is like, all right, so give me the deets just because I'm curious. But also, I don't want you in my inbox anymore. You're weirding me out. Man, I just don't know. I, you know, if you responded and you were like, feet picks question mark. And then as long as I'm getting a cut for using my feet. Okay. okay. Well, I'm sending it now. Okay. We'll, we'll need to do a follow-up we'll on We'll do this. a follow-up with this. If, it, if he responds this morning, I'll let you know. Okay. If the, if when we take a picture of Remy's feet, we're posting it. <laughs> just so you know that. <laughs> Everybody's going to be invested, so. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, can I just get a pedicure first? Is that is that a thing? I've never had a pedicure in my life. Really? So, I mean, oh, you need to get that done. You know what's, you don't know what's going on underneath those socks. All right, well, do that first. <laughs> then we'll take the picture, and we'll tell everybody what happens when he sees that. This is the Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. Happy National Spouses Day to all the married people out there. Ooh, cute. Don't feel bad, single people. A lot of people complain about their spouses. 44, 44% agreed with the statement, my spouse gets on my nerves sometimes. 44%? That's How, it. What's the opposite of that? <laughs> 56 liars. I mean, it says sometimes, so it's not like you guys can live together and be totally content all the time. There's got to be some points in the day. Where right. your spouse gets on your nerves. It's every day for me. <laughs> Not Lauren. I'm saying like <laughs> I an- throw her uh, under no, the no, bus no, no, no. on the air. I annoy Lauren. Oh, okay. Sure. It is not not the other way around. <laughs> I'm actually kind of uh, uh, surprised that she's put up with my my stuff for so long. To be honest, because I like sing around the house. I'm dancing. I'm doing like legit ballet moves. You know, those are the kinds of things that I do. Right. 
45% of married couples usually celebrate Valentine's Day in one way or another. 80% say it was a bigger deal before they got married. I agree with that statement. It's yeah. a much bigger deal before marriage, before kids, you know, that So thing. now Valentine's Day comes around. What are you more, What are you guys doing? Probably getting that Papa Murphy's heart-shaped pizza. That Papa Murphy's girl. <laughs> <laughs> Romance. Romance desire. Next story. For workaholics, leisure time can sometimes seem like a waste of time. I have this a lot where... Uh, you want to work so much, but it's hard to stop. So when you think about just going out on a walk in the woods or I don't know, going and, and having you time feels like a waste of time. Does that make sense? Yeah. You like kind of feel guilty. Researchers argue that in the long run, being productive all the time will harm your mental health. You hear that, Remy? Also because they're that. talking to you. I know this, this research was just not about me. Their findings reveal that taking part in leisure activities was a good long-term investment toward greater happiness and lower levels of stress and depression. So I'm boarding a plane after the show today and I'm heading to San Diego. You, no, you're not, but you should because I'm telling you, I'll, I'll tell Remy, hey, I watched a movie last night. He's like, oh, well, I built a startup app and... <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, I'm making passive income on my new application for the iPhone. <laughs> No, I feel like the two places that, that call to me are Montana and Australia, and I don't know why. You need to go visit one and stop need, talking about it. I need to go. Next story, two chain restaurants in New Jersey have gone viral after an employee notice was posted online that was telling workers that they are required to deliver a five-star review every month to keep their jobs. They had to go onto Google, they had to type in, this restaurant is amazing, five-star review, and they got bonuses. If they got more than 15 reviews in a month, they could win prizes, like two free meals, $25 Visa gift cards. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I realize that this probably happens a lot. Every restaurant. Like, hey, you're an employee here. Maybe give us a good review. But the fact that they're like bonusing it. Right. <laughs> like funny. very clearly bribing. And is that in some way illegal? Do you think? It's not okay. It's not okay. It's especially now. It's straight legal. Well, especially now, because now that everybody knows that they've like, they've been boosting their reviews. Now all the backlash is coming in and they're getting yeah. a bunch of one star reviews. So regardless, they're getting reviews. And people Which are talking about good for them. this taco joint in New Jersey somewhere. So what are you going to do? Uh, the Blues will take on the Flames tomorrow night. Puck drop at 7. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Casey Musgraves is on her 2022 Star-Crossed Tour, okay. which that's the name of the album that she released last year. And she was on her Philadelphia stop when I guess the band got there a little bit early. So they went out on the town. And they hit up a piano bar. First off, I feel like you would love a piano bar. I do love a piano bar. It seems right up your alley. How the moon stole a thing? It's not. Oh. But it was a good time when it was. It was a great time. Now you've got Shark Bar. <laughs> anyway, Casey Musgraves, you know, she can't just sit silently in her seat and watch at a piano bar. No way. That wouldn't make sense. She surprised everybody by, like, going up to the stage. Everybody's like, is that Casey Musgraves? And she does an impromptu performance of Fleetwood Mac's Dreams. And you can hear the bad people singing along. Yeah, the piano player who's... 
you not know, Casey Musgraves. Like, yeah, three yeah. keys at a time. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding, ding. But how fun if there if like Hell at the Moon, Hell at the Moon was still a real thing yeah. to be there and all of a sudden you're hanging out with your friends. Is that Casey Musgraves? Gosh, this doesn't hit me as what she, something she would do. Like I see her as a very like introverted kind of songwriter type that well, doesn't I bet necessarily this is rare for like, her. If you're not if you're not if you don't have a show that night, if you don't have a concert, you're not getting on stage. Like she would just enjoy it. You know what I mean? It'd be yeah. like us witnessing a radio show somewhere and be like, I need to get on that mic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe she was just having such a great time. She was so into it that maybe she just felt like she was a normal a yeah. normal person out Sounded for good. a night. She sounds great. She always sounds great. That video is on our Instagram story and our Facebook page. You can follow us on all the socials at 92.3 W.I.L. Remy and Casey. Okay, so a little bit ago, we did a little Casey's DMs deep dive. Mm. You never know what that's going to bring. Usually the creeps. Usually the creeps. That's right. And today it did. Brought a sugar daddy looking for a sugar baby. And this isn't the first time that I've gotten one of these. And every time, you know, you and I just laugh about it. And we always try and think of a funny response. That and we also ponder what it would be like to make $5,000 a week for feet pics. Right. Like, okay, so <laughs> we were, he, his name is Steven. He's willing to pay 5K a week. I respond and I say, okay, so feet pics, question mark. Yeah. He said, we can start with that. By the way, I don't think this is like a bot. I think this is genuinely like a human. He said so, we can start with that? He said we can start with that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so what do I do? I go to Google because, you know, Remy hasn't showered yet today. I can't be taking pictures of his feet right now. A shower wouldn't help that. I anyway. don't need to see that. That's not going to help it. So I go to Google. I find a photo of man feet. <laughs> <laughs> And then I find a photo of like a, like a handwritten word, fearless. Mm -hmm. And I put it on the Photoshop picture. So it looks like a man photo, a man feet photo with a tattoo that says fearless. I suggested that there be something unique about the foot that you can be like, it's just, it's me because it's my fearless tattoo. You know, it's me by the Taylor Swift tattoo. I love T-Swizzle. Let's go. So it's man feet, a fearless tattoo. I sent it off and I, it says he has read it. Like he has seen it. Okay. But no response. Wow. So now we wait. Now we wait. For that sugar daddy response. What do you think he's going to? He's going to say, this isn't the first time that someone sent me man feet. Like what else you got? Right. I can, I think he might, you know, like, okay, funny joke. Seriously though. I, maybe we should just go back to the old school terms, question mark. Okay. You know what I mean? Maybe we'll clear it up. Terms? Yeah. What What do you want? But when it comes to man feet and Taylor Swift lyrics, I got more where that came from. <laughs> I got a vault full. A whole image search based on Google. My poor Google history. Man foot. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep you posted on this story. Today, uh, we had a fun talk about, I don't know how fun it is, but uh, the things that we're waiting on, like... You had an issue with your furniture. Mm-hmm. You had a sectional couch and you went to go get it. And they're like, oh, we've got two of the three pieces. You good with that? <laughs> You're like, I guess right. I'll wait another two months for the rest of it. And you, they told you in order to get a fence around your backyard, it would take about four months. And you said, ah, never mind. 
four months came, your dogs escaped. Yeah, they escaped. They <laughs> left. They were gone for the day. Uh, took a little tour of Columbia, waited. yeah, Illinois, and um, yeah. So there we are. But there's a lot of people that are commenting on the Facebook page. Uh, a lot of people. There's a, one woman that's waiting for a driveway to be installed. Uh, Does that just mean concrete? Yeah. Jessica says, my Christmas cards that I sent before Christmas, some of them haven't arrived yet. Oh, my gosh. Where'd you send them? Yeah. Uh, a fence gate. Uh, lots of... Uh, there's... Oh, Stephanie, my daughter who is due in June. Oh, okay. That's a good one. I feel like that's a good one to that's wait on. That's a good on. one to wait. You don't you know, want that, that before yeah, it's ready. Leave that in the oven. It'll be fine. Uh, if you've got anything you are waiting on... There's some funny answers in here as well. Uh, anything that anything that you're waiting on that's been super delayed, furniture, appliances, things like that, go tell us on the Facebook page. Yeah, because people are sounding off. Seriously. We talked to Adam Wainwright today, and I learned something about Adam Wainwright that uh, I never knew before, and I don't think a lot of people knew this. Mm-hmm. We all know he's a country music fan. We know he's got friends like Luke Bryan and Jason Aldean, and you might see him at a show at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. And his walk-up song is usually something country-based. Yeah, but the dude is writing and cutting country music right now. He's going to make an album. He's making an album. Like, we could be playing an Adam Wainwright song on the air at some point in our careers. That's insane. And we, the whole call is going to be on the Bremie and Casey Show podcast. So just search it on like Spotify or Apple, even the 923 WIL app if you want to hear the whole thing. Yeah, go check that out. Uh, if you missed anything from the show, as always, Remy and Casey Show podcast. And we will see you tomorrow. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.